Gentlemen, welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show. I am Tim here today with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. <laughs> How the fudge are you? I'm okay. I'm yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, good week ten or, or what? You're yeah. Uh, you're, yeah, you're upset week about 10. the this Ken Dorsey uh, firing? No, no. I, a good week ten. Um, I had Hill, Swift, and um, Hertz on a bye, and I yeah. still scored over 130, so I'm pretty excited about that. Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, so you're surging. Um, be careful surging. not to peak too early. You know, I like oh, to, no. I to duck and yet. cover. I haven't peaked. I'm just, I'm just surging. <laughs> right. No peaking. No peaking. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I suffered a pretty bad loss uh, in in our fantasy league this uh, this past week. Um, I really hate like the percentages that tell you like, oh, you're eighty five percent gonna win, and it's like, and I was like, oh, cool. I was like barely following it, honestly, hardly noticing who my bullshit. I'll be honest, I was I had prop bets on Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Keenan Allen in that. Uh, fantastic Chargers Lions game, but uh, I didn't know until after the game that my opponent had Jared Goff. I was cheering against myself the whole time. <laughs> uh, so no, it, it was true. I did. I wasn't really that plugged into what uh, what my yeah. opponent had. I knew my players weren't doing shit. Yeah, um, kinda, I'll tell you that. <laughs> kind of peculiar uh, that you started Levis over Gino. I know Gino hasn't been great. Yeah, it was a last-minute decision that I think it cost me the week. Yeah, I know he came off a clunker, except it was against a good defense. Washington, not that great of a defense. Um, Levis, yeah, I just don't know. Like, didn't have a good week the week before either. Like, I don't. I, I think I would have definitely went Geno there, and if you if you would if you would have you would have won. Yeah, yeah. I had him in the lineup all week and uh, and then it was like oh. a Sunday morning, I think, change. I was like, you know what? I think the rookie might be able to do and honestly, some of those decisions I don't think matter at all. I think rarely do they actually end up mattering in your matchup, but uh they definitely did this time and that it, was a big uh, one. Bit that me was right a big in the one. butt. Yeah, yeah, another clunker from Ridley. Yeah, what an asshole. I should have started Ford. I had Ford I could have started over. You Ridley. traded for Ford, which is And weird I didn't even didn't start him in the way. <laughs> what a fucking know what, asshole. What was going through your head over there? Well, I really just thought I really just thought Ridley was gonna have a good week. What a, Ford what a I mean dick. Ford I you would have still lost if you had played Ford over Ridley. Okay. Um, but been, you would have definitely yeah. won if you played Gino over Levis. And I think that yeah. was your big misfire there yeah i can back it up a little bit further if you really want to um uh, yeah really i would love to, to hear your rationale scratch here because this, it seems, uh, this it scab seems, it seems pretty insane to me if you want to keep scratching at this scab oh, i want it to bleed uh, <laughs> well i dropped the niners defense uh i think this week i and i could have started them and they they blew out jacksonville and i definitely yeah, wasn't did. expecting that 
and they had bad matchups after that. So I was like, ah, I think I think I'll be okay without them. And that was a stupid yes, decision. And too. someone scooped him up immediately when you immediately. Dropped him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they hadn't been that great, but they did score. They had some. They had some twenty points. And they did yeah. just get Chase Young, which I think is a big, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Stupid decision. Yeah. That was another and then you one. then you went ahead and didn't play the Browns defense because they were playing Baltimore. And they still right. gave up 30 points, but right. they got a defensive touchdown. And right. Had some turnovers and things <laughs> like that. So, yeah, it just wasn't a good week for you, huh? Yeah, bad week overall. Really uh, kept biting myself in the butt. But hey, that's the that's the the breaks, you know that. And I'll tell you what else is a break. Uh, the guy with the fucking leaf blower is about to get a broken neck if he doesn't shut the fuck up. I can't hear it at there. all. I'm yeah, sick of it. I'm sick yeah, of it. We're we're mowing we're mo- mowing dead leaves on the 14th of November. Fucking, yeah, you said it's 30 degrees out there? I mean, maybe 40. Oh, no, it's going to be, it's like, <laughs> I look it up, it's like 57. His grass, <laughs> no, it's definitely his, his not grass, 57. grass is still lush. I'll look this shit up right now, motherfucker. Yeah. Sorry, okay. I'm cursing a lot today. Yeah, really, really. Very, uh, very, very this animated. Guy, this guy uh, mowing the lawn really is grinding <laughs> your gears over there. You know, it's a lawn service. It's uh, 45 degrees. Okay. All right. It's a lawn it's a, service, you yeah. know, and and yes, they're probably like, trying to get their last paycheck in before the winter. I, you know, I don't even blame, I don't blame them, I guess, but I don't know what the leaf blower is doing right now, right now at this. Is at it this like hour. in your house? Is that? It sounds like it. it sounds like yeah, it's I in my ear it. canal. I can't hear it at all. Okay, well, just know that I do. Okay, <laughs> now we're all aware. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And it's still going. Okay, so let's talk about some league winners. Uh, let's pivot from my fucking scab. Uh, yeah, your ba- all your bad decisions. <laughs> all my awful uh, fantasy decisions last week. Luckily, I have buys, and I'm left with less decisions this week. Yeah, uh, so. Sometimes the buys can help. Sometimes yeah. the buys can help. Uh, yeah, it was... Yeah, I, I think... Uh... Was this the last bye week? Or is there uh, one more, one or two so. more after? Yeah, yeah, I think there's still a couple more, yeah. I feel like most of my, like I have, I think most all my pretty big guys have had their buy now. I think this is the last week where I have a big play. I have Jonathan Taylor out. Yeah, the Bears in Baltimore still have a, a bye week on week 13. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then week 14, Arizona still has a bye. So, yeah. How about Kyler Murray, huh? He, I mean, he looked a, pretty great. Yeah, I mean, he's a good player. Um, I don't think anything everybody, anybody thought he was a bad player. I think people just like to make fun of his height and how big he is. Yeah. Um, but he's dynamic. Oh uh, yeah. You know, and he's he's fast. He can run, and he he didn't show. He didn't look like a guy that had been out of the game for a year. Uh, no, did not look like that. Uh, no, he looked you know, very solid. I, I feel like. Obviously, every all the offensive players on that team get a boost fantasy wise. You just trade for McBride. He had, uh, is Ertz just done for the season or is Ertz coming back? No, he will be back. Um, okay. actually, um, so that but, really yeah. worries me a little bit about McBride's value. Uh, but I think both of them could potentially be like, I think they'll play a lot of two tight end sets and I think they'll try to get both those guys involved. 
Um, yeah, good this, question about about McBride. So let's just dig a little deeper into Trey McBride. Because I would say, because I would say McBride's one of those guys that could really help you uh, into the playoffs, especially at a position that's thin. But I do worry about that Ertz factor coming back. Well, this is now another injury for Ertz. We know how uh, last year ended with with a bad injury. He was out for a while. Um, and came back surprisingly early this season. And I think everyone was pleasantly surprised even by some of his um, reception totals this season, but he is 33 years old, Adam. Sure. And Trey McBride is 23 and he was a second round draft pick in 2022. So I don't think the Cardinals have any reason to feature Zach Ertz down the stretch here. I think they have every reason to feature 6'4", 245. Okay, we get it. You just trade for him. We get it. Three-year-old stud Trey McBride. All right. I'm just saying I don't think – I think the presence of Ertz worries me a little bit. I don't think – like I said, like I think – They'll play a lot of two tight end sets. I think McBride will still probably get the most targets there. Uh, but Ertz and Murray do have a rapport. You know, they do have a rapport as well. So, I, you know, I, I I just say in terms of guys that might win you a league or be a big difference maker, that would be my only hesitation. I don't think you gave up too much for him at all, but that would be my only reservation in terms of people that are trying to trade for tight ends. It's the same thing with Cole Komet. Yeah, you know he's yeah, playing really well with Bajent, but he didn't play as well with with Fields, and Fields is coming back. I think that's a little bit more of a red flag than this it's one. All about uh, targets. I do, I, yeah, I do worry a little bit about uh, Ertz coming back because he he's when he's healthy, he's a good player, and yeah. I get that. I get that Cardinals are looking towards the future, but I think the Cardinals still don't know if they're if Murray is a part of their future. Uh, so well, I'll tell you what they sure look like they're they were excited to have him and their sure. uh, their I social mean, media team even even cut together like a four minute uh, movie they called it on uh, on X when they're they're yeah, they still uh, want people coming Twitter to the games account. and spending money and you know they're not going to be like hey you guys should stop going we're going to get rid I don't of this know guy. man the these players the look like they media. were ready to win like sure. they you know they're, they're not they're, they're not up. quitting Cl- maybe Clayton Toon Clayton Toon wasn't their quarterback <laughs> they're fired up about that. I Maybe ownership wants them to lose, though. I know they're they're a two and eight team, but uh, like I, I see no signs of them um, rolling over down the stretch here. No, no, I don't either. I don't either, and that's why I say like if they're going to try to win, they're going to use all their players. You know, I get yes, I agree. They'll probably feature guys that are younger, guys they want to see what they have, but they're going to use guys like Ertz who are a veteran and they're reliable and they have a chemistry with. Um, is they still mowing out there? <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe it's, it's really, still going. It's really buggy. He's, but we're on video, and he's literally looking away, <laughs> and I can see that it's really frustrating him. That, it's like, this a little guy. distracting. Yeah, and this uh, um, Zach Ertz uh, Trey McBride argument. Where uh, no, we're I, I, but I do, I do think if you're going to trade for a tight end, I trade for McBride over you know any like Komet or yeah I, don't know. I mean I'm well, trying to think who would probably be available I, I like the steadiness even though he's had some down games the last couple of weeks I like the steadiness of um Evan Ingram I think yeah. he you know he can really kind of pencil you in for double digit points maybe not you might not get those touchdowns but I think that's a guy that will probably be available in leagues 
I, I would think the people that have Kelsey probably don't want to trade him, especially in keeper or dynasty leagues, but you know, he's getting older. So maybe this is the year you might be able to get Kelsey from a team that's not making the playoffs and it's a keeper or dynasty. league. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, but if not, I mean, tight end is so bad that you should not hesitate on this Trey McBride thing. And I, I just want to go over why exactly he had oh, nine targets in no, we get it. in their first game. game together. He caught eight of those targets for 131 yards. He had a great game. I played against him. Um, Ertz, Ertz hasn't hasn't come close to that amount of yards uh, this season. Well, I mean, and, they haven't had Kyler Murray this season. But also, when they were on the field together, that's McBride and Ertz. McBride was, did start to be featured more than Ertz. Um, no, I, I'm not disagreeing with this. Even in week six, McBride went for more yards than Ertz had all season in a single game in, in week six when they were on the field together. So they, they were working towards getting McBride more involved. This accelerated their plan, I think, Ertz's injury. And now Murray's back. Again, He's he was the target leader on the team. Um, I was surprised to see Marquise Brown only had four targets. But... They didn't seem to mesh too much last year when they did, was it was either didn't they get a little bit last yeah year? no yeah. they did a little bit a but little um bit. I mean there's Rondale Moore I think Ertz w- will end up coming in um, handy for them as a team I don't know if he's going to be useful for fantasy but he's gonna he might be a touchdown guy later in the year so, so yeah that's the thing touchdowns and the thing I'm a little also you said McBride had nine targets I'm saying McBride will still get more targets than Ertz. He'll still be a better player than Ertz. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that those nine targets might be six. Yeah, that's you fine. know instead of nine. That's and that's what I'm saying. Like, don't overpay for guy. You did not. You did not overpay. I think you paid. You paid like a tenth round pick. I think that's good value. You know, I think that's good. I'm just saying that there is that little bit of hesitation on my end of saying like, don't expect him necessarily if Ertz comes back to be a guy who's going to get nine, 10, 11 targets, maybe more five, six, but seven. I, targets. But I also think there's more room there for Kyler to um, throw the ball and complete passes. He was 19 maybe. of 32 in that game. Maybe. So those, those numbers maybe. are huge. Yeah. I mean, so. it's still a little rusty. Um, yeah. So maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like McBride. I mean, I like all the, I like, I like Ingram. I like, uh, you know, commit on a lower end. Um, but like other other like I don't know if Komet's available in most leagues. But like you're no, talking, I'm talking about, about trading for. Her. I'm talking Logan, about trading. Okay, tr- yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. you're talking about like Chiga Kwanku. Uh, yeah. You're talking about Tyler Conklin. I like uh, I like what's his face on uh, Green Bay because he probably would be available in most leagues. Uh, Musgrave. Musgrave. Oh, Musgrave. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. I would say I would assume Ferguson on on Dallas is probably taken in yeah, most that's leagues. True. Yeah. Um, Friar Muth. Um, Friar Muth coming back. I, I think that's know, something man. to watch. But yeah, I don't know if anyone yeah. wants to own the, any Steelers right now. Yeah, I sure don't. Um, yeah, but with although, the state uh, Jaylen, tight end, Jaylen, it's worth a shot. Jalen Warren. I mean, I would like him on my bench, or like you know, as a as maybe like a, a fourth running back. He's you know, and he's probably snagged up in all leagues now too, especially Definitely. after last week. But yeah. You know, I think there's there's some guys that are still like, yeah, I think if you're going to target a tight end like Lance Thomas, yeah, maybe. But I think I'd go, especially this week with the matchup, I think I'd go Luke Musgrave of guys that are available. Um, but trading for, like, I just, like, unless you can get, like, a double-digit draft pick, like a 10th, 11th, 12th rounder, like, I just, 
I, I just wouldn't overspend on a tight end. Yeah, they're tough. They change week to week. It's it's a very frustrating carousel. And again, yeah. I think we said this last uh, one of the last episodes, but like a lot of these tight ends have like three or four game stretches where they're good and it's all in a row and then they suck the rest of the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of frustrating. There's no consistency. Um, yeah. But no, or, or it's just like, like you said, like, Oh, a certain quarterback was in for those games and had a, had a certain tendency to throw to the absolutely. tight ends. Where that the was other their one safety valve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I think if I was going to target somebody for a trade, I'm doubting anybody's going to get, give up an elite wide receiver and like keeper dynasty leagues, maybe in redraft leagues. But at that point, if you're giving up on an elite receiver, your year's probably over and you're probably not making any trades anyway. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of like running backs out there that have some decent value while you're not going to get the boom that you're going to get from some of those bigger wide receivers. I think there's some guys that could have some value going into the playoffs. I like Mixon. I think Mm -hmm. he's a guy that's a good guy to target. Um, You know, like we were saying last week, these guys and those running backs aren't scoring big points. So people are going to maybe be a little bit more willing to sell them. Maybe they're like, ah, you know what, especially in dynasty and keeper leagues, where people are like, you know, I'm going to focus on getting wide receivers and keeping wide receivers and opposed to oh, running backs. I don't know. I feel like it's the opposite, though. I feel like people hoard running backs when they have a good one, even in this environment where they don't score as much. I think, yeah, I think the elite guys, but like, who's really elite this year? You know, yeah. who's who's a consistent 20 to 25 point scorer every week running back? Well, that's wise? not, no, no one's scoring that many um, except I mean, for McCaffrey. Um, McCaffrey Eckler's playing pretty well. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what he what he averages. Taylor's but... looking like he's he could be a guy in that that realm. Achan, when he's out there, averages twenty six points. McCaffrey averages twenty four. Camara's averaged twenty. Now some of those guys missed missed uh, some games. Uh, Mostert averages nineteen. Etn averages nineteen. Kyron Williams averages 18. Eckler's at 18. Um, that's only in the games they're playing. Well, did you just hear? I just saw this breaking news. Uh, Mike Tomlin has named Jalen Warren starter over Najee Harris. Before really? Wow. Yes. Speak of the devil. And yeah. he shall appear. Uh, 23 minutes ago, this was announced. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. That's pretty okay. big. So it's yeah, di- maybe that's a guy you trade for. Maybe that's a guy well, or if that you trade if you sell high, you know, this is probably the highest his value will be. Um I could see that. You know, maybe getting getting a, a higher round pick, especially for teams that aren't going to make the playoffs or or you know, are looking to compile picks. I think he's a good guy to try to sell now, like today, tomorrow. Yeah, I think uh, you're right in in projecting that his uh, value might not get higher because I don't know what that means that he's the starter over Najee Harris because Najee got 16 carries and Warren got 15 last week. Like they had almost an identical workload. Warren had two catches. Najee had three, both on four targets. So they um, Warren did outproduce Najee by a little bit. He had 100 and one rushing yards versus 82 to yeah. Harris. But again, like they both scored, they both had a really good game. So. No, I think Najee Harris is definitely, I think he's saying that 
instead of I, I think you can expect maybe Warren will get a majority of the touches. Like he'll be the guy opposed to like let's say Najee Harris was getting 15 rushes and Warren was getting like nine to ten it'll be flipped maybe that's what that means yeah I agree I think Najee Harris still has a role there and um but and also they just ran the ball really well this week that was like kind of the first week they've done that uh so I don't know if that keeps up I don't know why that was it could have been an anomaly um Man, yeah. I would say this is a great time to to trade for Najee Harris then as well. Yeah, um, yeah. As... <laughs> this is a great time to trade for Najee Harris, and this is a great time to trade Jalen Warren. I think um, so. Like, I don't, you know, because I just, I don't see that that workload uh, differentiating that much. And they've both been pretty good uh, this year. Um, I think admittedly, Warren has been better. I think, you know, the eyeball test w- will will show you that. Warren's got 71 carries for 364 yards, two touchdowns. That's good for 5.1 yards per carry. And Najee Harris has 116 for 464 yards, which is good for four yards a carry. So you're talking a yard difference per carry. So that could add up um, to a football team that, requires every yard to win a game um and the Steelers have been in some close ones so yeah um but yeah I would I would double down on that I think that's really good advice uh because also if one of them were to get hurt um the other one would get most of those touches you think and um so I don't know just if there's an owner out there who's really excited about Warren, make sure to trade him to the him. And if yeah. there's a, an owner, an Aji Harris owner who's very uh, dejected after this, make sure you send him the Roto World clip. But if he uh, if he hasn't seen it, and tell him, look, I'll take him off your hands for you for uh, Trey McBride <laughs> or uh, Ozekar. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So those yeah, are some good it's, ones. It's yeah, it's 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 hard to say, but I think. Going back to guys you run target, you know, we said um Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs is a good guy to target. I think Derrick Henry is a good guy to target, especially coming off last week. Yeah, um, he lo- he just didn't look great just, last week. I'm just talking about by low. Well, because they like you thought Will Levis was the person to start. Uh, uh, so but you can't really dead? get your offense going. Derrick Henry, he's been good all year. He's had two clunkers. He's had two clunkers. That's mm. it. I think he'll bounce back. And in both mm-hmm. the clunkers, he only had eleven rushes. Um, so I yeah. think he, I think he'll bounce back. Um, yeah, they keep I mean, giving. I'm, t- I'm talking Spears about guys work. that you c- can buy low on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think. I think. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Here. But what's Henry worth? Let's just dig into this a little bit more. Like, what what is he worth then? Because he's only had one or two 100 yard rushing games uh, yeah, this season. I mean, I buy. think that's nice. I, I think you got to look at it as, uh, you know, if you're an owner of Derrick Henry and a keeper or dynasty league, he's getting long in the tooth. Are, are you going to yeah. keep him? You got to ask yourself, are you going to keep him next year? Yeah. And I think at this point, you probably can't get a fifth rounder. You might not even be able to get a sixth. Um, in terms of our league structure, in terms of the fifth round, let's say first round or second round, you you you, you yeah, won't yeah. get a first or second round for Henry. Maybe not, maybe second round. But I would assume in dynasty probably, leagues, you probably you could probably could. Probably, which is and I think d- at that point, if someone if someone were to offer me as if I had Derrick Henry, I knew I wasn't going to keep him. 
and someone offered me a second round pick, I'd take it. Yeah. But I think mm-hmm. at this point you might be able to get Derrick Henry for a third round pick. Maybe. Yeah, sometimes those veteran running backs, like even Adrian Peterson, he had like, I don't know, three seasons more than you would have expected. Like I actually did trade uh-huh. him in a dynasty. Oh, I don't think I don't think Derrick Henry's done. That's why I'm no, saying. No, no, but he might be him. like he might be like sneaky valuable even in like twenty twenty five, like if he's got like a like a goal line. In a good role. situation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah a good yeah, team yeah. with a with yeah. a fast running back or something like that. You know, so sure. don't you know, he's not gonna die if you trade no, him for the but I think if you're league. if you're considering not keeping him, I'm thinking more in a keeper league opposed mm-hmm. to a dynasty league. If you're considering not keeping him, then why wouldn't you try to get something for him? Yeah, in that case, if, if I would if try your to team trade isn't, him. If your team doesn't have playoff hopes, you know. Yeah, um, and Popola has been certainly trying to uh, trade Derrick Henry in our league. Yes, um, yes. trying to get a fifth he's, from he's, me. He's, from yeah, him, yeah. But I, I told him happen. to kick rocks. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, because I'm I'm assuming, I mean, you know, I think a lot of Alvin Kamara owners in redraft and uh, keeper leagues might be out of the playoff picture because they didn't have him for so long. And, maybe. you know, it might have really hurt them. So I think maybe that's a player you got to look at to see who owns him in your league. And if it's a team that doesn't really have playoff aspirations, obviously a guy uh, that could really win you a league because he's playing. Yeah, league. actually – that's a good point, and I I just want to make that point even even harder, um, okay. Adam, because Please. I think there's a a Pound very it. wide middle in a lot of fantasy leagues, at least that I'm in, um, in that a lot of teams are four and six, five and five, or six and four, and there a lot of those teams are going to be in the playoffs. We don't we still don't know who it'll be in a lot of those leagues. Um, so you might have limited opportunity to do this, but if someone has one or two or three wins in your league and it's a keeper league and you know you can trade them something for next year in exchange for something that'll help you this year, those are the teams to target um, for that reason because they need to do that. Um, sure. You know, so I would say ad- make sure to be adaptable to uh, what you need and what they have more importantly than anything. And maybe that's why I'm having trouble coming up with some specific players uh, this season. But in a different keeper league, I traded for Travis Etienne. I, I mean, tried, a, I, yeah. yeah, that was a He's big great. move. I, yeah, yeah, I traded a first rounder for him wow. next year. Yeah, I was really trying to. I tried the third. I tried the four. The the second rounder and and this guy uh, this guy really held firm. And I think uh, he made so, the right. I think I mean he's worth yeah. that pick. He's worth the yeah, first yeah. rounder. He is. He's so. one of the best running backs in the league this year so far. Yeah, he has been really, uh, really uh, special so far. Yeah, I mean, and once again, really proved our point with that whole Trevor Lawrence thing. Man, what's wrong? What happened? Yeah. I was supposed to be the second coming. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's over. And San Francisco was coming off a bye. They had been two losses, right? Yeah, some losses. They just got Chase Young. They were fired up. That's a tough, but still, like, totally, it was really a stinker fantasy wise. And and in reality, I I think, man, just like, I don't know. 
what's going on over there. It kind of proved our point of somebody who's been very disappointing, even more disappointing now. And a stat that I saw that was really wild was uh, Justin Fields, who's been out for four weeks, still has more touchdown passes than Trevor Lawrence this year. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh? Wow. Um, is Fields I mean, coming it, back this week? And, and don't get me wrong, like touchdown passes aren't the litmus test of a good quarterback necessarily because they have been scoring a lot of points. And, you know, ETN has just been getting those goal line runs. And, you yeah. know, that's they've no knock on games. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, there's no knock on Trevor Lawrence. But still, that's still kind of a crazy stat. Yeah, it looks like Fields has a chance to come back this week. Um, I think they're projecting him to come back this week. But, you know, who knows, you know, what's going on over there. Her, uh, Herbert was uh practiced in full three days in a row and they didn't even take him off the ir so i don't i don't know how they're managing players over there or what they're you know what what they want to do there <laughs> in terms of like like i know they're probably trying to lose but like you, you kind of want your you know if you view him as your franchise quarterback if he's healthy you want him to come back and play so maybe they're giving it all an extra week i don't know but we'll see I, yeah. I would. I wouldn't be surprised either way. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays. I wouldn't be surprised if, for some reason, they hold him out one more week. Is he um, practicing in full? Um, it wasn't. Was not practicing in full last week. I don't know if he started this week. Let's okay. Because that seems to be, um, you know, I was following James Connors' week last week in practice, and when he was removed from the IR, and I don't think he was actually removed until like friday or saturday or something and activated then so i don't know why they wait till the very end but i was like yeah i, I can't start him until <laughs> until i know he's playing but all the sites had projected him like he was gonna play so i don't know i guess if if he's being projected like he's gonna play he may uh he may really play. yeah it says he's practicing still questionable ahead of week 11 and evidently there was a quote yesterday that they need more time to evaluate Justin Fields before a QB returns from injury. So all yeah. this is very vague. Um, <laughs> like I yeah. said, you know, I, well, and you know, it's, it's, it's crazy because Herbert, well, like I said, he practiced in full, he, he was eligible to come back and they just, they didn't even activate him off the IR. They kept him on the IR. And I guess that's for, you know, an extra spot they have on the roster or whatever. But if he's practicing in full, why isn't he playing? Why isn't he activated? Are you waiting until, you know, have him and Fields come back the same week? I guess maybe. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, I don't know. That is a weird situation. But I guess the Thursday nights can sometimes be weird. And uh, yeah, I would yeah. expect so him to be active this week. I would. I would too. But we'll see about Fields. Um, like I said, I wouldn't surprise me either way. Uh, he's a guy you might be able to buy a little low on. I, I think, think so. I, especially uh, in two quarterback leagues or super flex leagues. Um, and I think at this point, like there's probably some teams in like redraft leagues who are looking for a QB because there's been a lot of duds. And, you know, I, I think even if I had like a pretty decent QB, like if I didn't have like an elite QB, but still guys scoring pretty well, I would still want a backup, you know, just in case or, you know, to to start on the weeks that the matchup isn't good. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, because QB is a tough one. Um, and uh, I just wanted to add a, an additional stat here. You mentioned Trevor Lawrence having less 
passing touchdowns than Justin Fields, uh, despite playing three more games. Um, four or three? Four. Well, I got, yeah, I got nine three. to six here. Yeah. Um, but to add to that list of notable names that have less touchdown passes than Justin Fields this season, Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, Matt Stafford, uh, Deshaun Watson. I mean, he's only played six games, yeah. too, but. Yeah. But, yeah. And, uh, interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, I mean, Fields, you know, uh, I don't know if he was winning games yet, but uh, he's a very exciting player. I, I really yeah. love watching him. Yeah. I think, you know, I think if the Bears end up getting the first pick, I think they'll most likely draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. And then you have him and DJ Moore. I think it's, uh, if he can't succeed with that, then yeah, yeah, some trouble, yeah, some problems. But I would assume with those two pieces, the the offense definitely changes. Because mm-hmm. even though they got DJ Moore, he's still throwing to Mooney, who's okay, and you know Cole Komet, and you know some other scrubs. So like after DJ Moore, it's tough. And good defenses yeah. take away your best player on offense, or at least they try to. Um, right. So we'll see, but um, yeah. If you, Field seems like he should be given the chance to to be the team's quarterback. I think so. I would um, think so. At least for the I rest mean, of this season, see what happens. I, mean, I know this draft. There... I know this draft has some really great quarterbacks, but I'm not sold on any of them being the next Peyton Manning or the next Tom Brady or anything like that. Not Caleb Williams or Drake Mays or any of these guys. They they could all be great. They could all be great, but they could also all be bust. And it also depends on the team they're going to. You know, Mahomes really lucked out going to the Chiefs. You know, who knows what he would have been if he would have got drafted by the Bears or, mm-hmm. you know, the the Texans or, you know, somebody that wasn't an Andy Reid coached offense. You know, it's yeah. it's it just I all depends. It yeah. depends. I mean obviously so many of these guys have all this talent. It's just where they go, how it plays out, the pieces that are around them. I mean, yeah, Christian Kirk's good. You know, Calvin Ridley's was good, you know, but he's been off for over a year. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's, you know, it's the pieces. It's I, I feel like something's wrong with Trevor Lawrence, though. I mean, he's, Doug Peterson's a good coach. He showed it in Philadelphia, won a Super Bowl. Um, they seem like those pieces are pretty decent. I just don't get what's going on with No, I don't think anything's wrong. They are leading the division. They're six and three. Um I think people in Pittsburgh like don't think there's anything wrong with Kenny Pickett either. Like uh because I don't know how they keep winning games. They just keep winning games. I mean Tomlin's (laughs) such a great coach. What a good coach. I mean he really is. Um they just find ways to win games. Yeah. I don't think they'll win that division. I think they're the worst team in that division, (laughs) talent wise, at least. Yeah, Crazy it's a tight they, division. Yeah, it's so that division is so wild. Anybody can win it. Um, Cleveland's D is really, really good. Um, yeah, and their Baltimore offense scored thirty three points. Yeah, Baltimore. But then you know we were saying, oh, Baltimore's going to the Super Bowl, and then they lose to Browns. But they Baltimore still, still did score thirty points. Every every like three or four weeks, ball or every four weeks, I'll say Baltimore has like a really weird, perplexing uh, loss, and it happened versus Indianapolis in week three when they lost. Um, really, because Lamar fumbled and 
They lost by a field goal versus Indianapolis. And yeah. then they lost to Pittsburgh in a game they had the whole time until yeah. the very end. They lost 17 to 10. I don't know if that looks like that was week uh, six or five. Yeah. Um, and then again, they just lost to Cleveland in a game that kind of played out in a very similar way, just with more mm-hmm. scoring. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, uh, I don't know that they're going to be winning like three closely competitive games versus the best opponents uh, in January this yeah, season. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like, yeah. yeah, they might be the best team. You know, they they might have the most potential, whatever. But, you know, asking them to beat the Bengals and the Chiefs back-to-back, yeah, I just don't see them doing that. They got to figure out a way how to, like, drive the stake into teams' hearts, you know? Like, that seems to be their problem because, well, really, they should be undefeated. Like, those, yeah, those losses I, were bizarre. I, I think their problem – which from what I've seen when I see them play is, and this has kind of been an issue for their defense for a while, their secondary just kind of falls apart a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and teams sometimes can make their offense a little one dimensional. Um, Good defenses are decent enough defenses. Um, I don't think the Colts Colts have a very good defense, but you know, the Browns do. And I think the Pittsburgh, you know, if the reason they are winning is because their defense is pretty solid. Um, but yeah, I I think whereas you look at a team like the Chiefs, where you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, and you uh have a defense that's been playing lights out. So I mean come the playoffs, you know, I think I'd probably take the Chiefs at this mm-hmm. point. You know, what or, about or... in that division though? Um Baltimore seven and three, Pittsburgh six and three. Cleveland six and three, Cincinnati is five and four. Yeah, and uh, I just I think I'd I probably take over... since I'd probably take Cincinnati or Baltimore. Baltimore, if I had to bet on it, I'd bet on Baltimore winning that division. Yeah, um, I feel like I would bet Cincinnati to be honest, because or or you just bet Burrow for um, MVP potentially because it might yeah. be correlated. Um, I mean, well, now we're odds. talking about. Uh, CJ Stroud getting some MVP votes. Sure. I mean, but again, they have to make the playoffs and it's usually the first, like the one seed, the, you know, the one or two, I mean, the way quarterback of the the way Trevor Lawrence is playing. I mean, they could potentially win that division. Right. Um, Yeah. And he's kind of playing himself out of a potential uh, shot at an MVP. So I don't know. I mean, they could end up with a two seed, but I, I don't know that he's uh, in the running for an MVP bid. Who? Um, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, no, I was just saying in terms of – because Houston's in the same division as Jacksonville, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm, I mean, what I'm saying is if Houston wins that division, I think C.J. Stroud probably oh, okay. would get the MVP. Yeah, or at least get some votes. For, uh, for rookie of the year. Oh, um, yeah, I think you got – I don't think there's anybody that's close, really. Yeah, he's probably got that in the bag. Um, uh, Sam Laporte has had a good year, but, I mean, they're not going to give it to him <laughs> over Stroud. HN was a heavy favorite earlier. So these things yeah, change pretty drastically. The yeah, injury they, hurts they, HN. Even if HN comes back, it's good. Yeah. Pretty drastically. Um, one more time about Brian Robinson. For Christ's sake, where is he on the fucking comeback player of the year list? Yeah, you're really on that. This guy was shot in the leg twice yeah. last August uh, while he was in training camp. So why did or he? Or last uh, July or August. 
so why didn't he win he, it last year? Was he not eligible for he last wasn't year? eligible. So okay. the the some of the books had him listed on this award, comeback player of the year, and he was like a favorite or he was close to it. Um and then like there were articles that were that came out like late in the season saying, Oh, by the way, he's not eligible because the the NFL's rules are you can't come back from uh, never playing a game before if you're a rookie. So he, because he was a rookie, he hadn't played a single game yet in the NFL. He can't come back. So now is his chance to win comeback player of the year. And he's but playing saying, great. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I he's agree. nowhere, nowhere to be seen on the bet. You can't bet on him. Nowhere yeah, to be found. No, you know, nowhere you, know to be DeMar, found. you know, DeMar Hamlin's going to win it. <laughs> I mean, he's played how many snaps this season? Well, this I think they said last night was the first time he's played any snaps on defense. He's just been playing snaps on special teams, and and only in like a game or two. Like he's only been active in like a game or two. Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't know why he he's like the overwhelming favorite. And Brian Robinson, I mean, he, he did almost get die on the board. On the he only did almost die on the field. So. <laughs> Brian Robinson was shot twice. Sure, sure. Um. <laughs> I mean, I think Brian Robinson, if if it's, you know, I, I get the thing for Hamlin, but yes, I, I agree. Like if, if Hamlin's number one, Brian Robinson should be number two. He's a running back. He uses his legs to run. He and he shot, was shot in twice, twice in the legs. He was at a convenience store and someone shot him in the legs. Like, I don't, I really, we're going to look back on this moment and say, Brian Robinson, did, how did Brian Robinson not win comeback play of the year? That was crazy. 10 years from now, are we going to, are we going to be talking about this? I swear to God, this podcast it episode really, will go viral then. It really, <laughs> like, it really has been a thorn in your side all year. <laughs> I just I see it clearly. I don't understand how how this guy had such uh, an incident like that and and is playing and so even, well. Not even getting any sort of recognition <laughs> for it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Okay, good. Thank you. I agree. He, I'm not... He's playing better than anyone expected too. That's the other part of this uh, story this yes. year. Like this yes, guy's no, got I mean, some heart. I, I mean, he was a guy that was definitely on my draft list. I, because I mean, I don't think I think Antonio Gibson's a fine, <laughs> uh, like a decent player, but like I thought yeah. he would be the guy. I thought they would actually run the ball more, but actually he's been pretty good out of the passing game too. I think everybody assumed Gibson would be like the only guy to be catching balls and Robinson would be kind of like the bruising runner, but Robinson's, you know, especially this last week, he made some pretty big catches in that game. Um, one he took to the house for a touchdown. I think it was like 50 some yards. So yeah, I agree with you. I don't know why. I mean, like I would, like, if you're really into this, I think you should really try to, like, get in touch Campaign. with somebody at the NFL or something and ask what is going on. Um, you know. I just started, this is the start of my viral campaign. Yes, <laughs> yes. I think, you know, people are talking about elections and wars. You're talking about NFL comeback play of the year. And that's important, too. And you should really, you know, you, you have somewhat of a platform. Maybe you should use don't, it. Don't diminish what's important to me. You should do. Uh, you should do a crawl space episode of missing <laughs> the Brian mystery. Robinson, the missing Brian Robinson, missing from the NFL comeback player of the year list. Yeah, I mean, it, honestly, it fits. We could we could go over the crime, the initial crime where yes. this took place, yeah. and now the yes. crime yes. That, yes. that's happening with yes. the NFL and the yes. sports books yes. and this conspiracy. It's Perfect. a clear conspiracy. I don't. Yes. Know. Oh, I think. I mean, I'm on board. <laughs> he's rushing for four yards a carry. If anything. To, to really just see you go gung ho about it, I, I'm really going to be a catalyst in that. 
so he's 19th in the league in rushing yards. Okay, he's not I mean, lighting the world on fire. But no, but like on, he got shot in the leg twice. You know, like he's what? I mean, what? He's probably. Let's see here. He, he in really fantasy. Is, let's look in fantasy. He's up so there. It's a show about fantasy football. <laughs> But he's got five rushing touchdowns. He ran for 485 uh, rushing yards so far this year. So he's, he, he's in our in stretch. our league in our league he's ranked sixth sixth best running back. There you go. And the the fantasy sphere really drives a lot of these betting markets. So like I'm surprised this isn't a bigger story. He's averaging 14.3 points a, a, a game. I mean, I mean. Yeah, I, I don't bad. get why he's not even mentioned among the names. I don't know. Did people forget? Or do people think like, oh, <laughs> like his comeback was last season, not this season? I um, think it's a combination. I think it's a combination of short memories. And I would, I would, you now you've tickled me enough where I, I really hope <laughs> you do get someone from the NFL to explain to you what's going on. Because I would like to hear an explanation. There were articles last year. Um, about no, I get, about I get that he wasn't eligible. eligible last year. So then he's obviously eligible this year. So would right. that carry over? Like, yeah, I don't get it. But I don't think it's the NFL's problem now. I think it's uh, the now, sports let me ask you, Now, let me ask you this. If, <laughs> because I think everyone's just kind of tunnel visioned on DeMar Hamlin. Do you think if that never happened, we'd be even having this conversation? Do you think then everything on like fresh on people's heads would be the fact that this guy got shot? Maybe people forgot about that since they saw a guy almost die on the field. Maybe not uh, like fresh in people's minds, but I think he'd. I think he would be on the. There'd list. be more clamoring, maybe there. Let me read you the list of the players that you can bet on for comeback player of the okay. year. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> per DraftKings on uh, November fourteenth, twenty twenty three, Demar Hamlin. He's minus two hundred, so he's a pretty heavy favorite. They expect him to win. Tua, which he, I think he should be there. He's plus 200. That's not a bad bet, um, I think. Josh Dobbs, like, that's a good story. That's a story people can get behind. Um, Baker Mayfield. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, okay, wow. We're already at we're at fifth, and we're already at Aaron Rodgers, someone who has no freaking narrative. Are we serious? Like, he's well, going to win think, that I for think, coming I back from a, the Achilles? I think, these are, I think these are preemptive bets that he comes back from the Achilles. Somehow, the Jets make the playoffs. And, of course, you know the league wants to give him that award. Well, you know there's... they want it. You know they love that storyline. Well, um, the shame on DraftKings for taking money from all these medical experts who think Rodgers is coming back this season during the regular well, heard, season. I heard, to contend I, heard for a this. Good, I heard a good rumor that he never tore his Achilles. He just had a high ankle sprain. Uh, yeah, I heard the rumor too. I'm sick of the conspiracies. He's such a, uh, he's so jealous of Travis Kelsey right now and the attention Kelsey's getting. Yeah. Yeah. Brees Hall's on this list. Yeah. Lamar, Lamar Jackson, uh, who, you know, he missed it like I mean, five all games these, last all season. These make sense. Like, I don't think these are like a little bit of sense. Yeah. TJ Watt, Russell Wilson, Chase Young, Cooper Cup, Zach Wilson, Gardner Minshew, Rashawn Gary, Matthew Stafford, Jalen no Ramsey, yeah. Michael Thomas, Jonathan Taylor, Jameson Williams, Vaughn Miller, John Mechie, Calvin Ridley, Odell Beckham Jr., and no Brian Robinson. Are we crazy. kidding? All right, so I don't know. That's that's my uh, my soapbox here. It is. And, uh, it is. I'm sticking yeah. to it. Yeah. And, and by the way, Brian Robinson, a guy that could maybe help you in the fantasy playoffs. You got to make this full circle. Trade for him. If you're tra- a, a, a running back to maybe target in a trade. I mean, why not? Tell me. Tell us why not. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I mean, 
Um, uh, I'm, I'm just going to do some real quick RB strength of schedules. Let's okay. see who has uh, fantasy wise for the remainder of the year. Uh, Pacheco has a good uh, Eckler, Brees Hall, Madison on Minnesota. Derrick Henry has a good, and the Pittsburgh has a pretty good. Maybe you could get Kyron Williams off of somebody because he's still hurt. Yeah, that would be a good target for sure. Um, yeah, Robinson's got the Giants this week. He's at Dallas. That's a tough matchup. Um, home for Miami, not a great matchup. And then, actually, I guess that's okay per the numbers, but uh, I don't know how much running they're going to be doing, and I think game script can limit the amount of carries Robinson gets. But he did have six catches for 119 yards last week, so he's yeah. no slouch in the passing game. Yeah. Uh, they do have not, that bye not, week. Yeah, not a terrible schedule for him. But yeah, yeah, playoff schedule is kind of rough. At Rams, maybe, at Jets, home for San a, Francisco. A Pacheco is a guy you could get. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, he has a really good strength of schedule, and he hasn't been great lately. But, you know, I, I think he'll be good in the playoffs. I think that's kind of when he took off last year um, yeah. towards the end of the year. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think some of these other guys – Tony Pollard's a guy you might be able to buy low on. That, yeah. that offense is really – I still didn't get a touchdown this this last week, even though they scored almost 50 points. Um, yeah. I still think a guy who holds value, especially in PPR leagues, because he does catch the ball. Uh, but maybe a guy you can buy low on. They have a pretty good strength of schedule. Derrick Henry, good strength of schedule. So you kind of mentioned these guys, but – Yeah. Yeah, Pollard's been a little disappointing, but they got some home games coming up. Yeah, I think there's some uh, value there uh, heading into fantasy or guys that people might be undervaluing because they just haven't performed very well uh, and say like, hey, you know what? My season's kind of the dumpster if I can get, you know, fifth, sixth rounder for Pacheco, you know, not, not you know, in terms of a one through, you know, how many ever. Yeah. Um, if you can get like a lower pick, you say, oh, yeah, I get something for him. I'm not going to keep Pacheco. I think people probably keep Pollard. Oh, I don't know. Still. He hasn't had more. He hasn't had uh, fifty-five rushing yards uh, until or since week three. He finally had fifty-five exactly in week yeah. ten, but he hasn't he hasn't crested that since week three. Like that's yeah. his his uh, he's been disappointing. I will say. Yeah. So maybe he's a guy maybe that could you know since the strength schedule's there maybe could have a a decent you know playoff run. Yeah, on somebody possibly. that you maybe don't have to, and then and then you know you're looking at a guy that you could potentially keep if he has a strong run, you know, going into the fantasy playoffs and the real playoffs. You say, oh wait, now maybe I, you know, just not only I trade for a guy, you know, that had low value, I have a guy that could potentially be a keeper. Right. All right, Adam. Well, this was a uh, a good chat here. I hope we helped some folks, and um, I hope. I hope uh, DraftKings and everyone is listening about this uh, travesty uh, involving Brian Robinson and the uh, comeback player of the award. The the other thing is they should just just abolish the award because it's stupid. If it does, here we go. If, here we go. <laughs> if if they if I don't get my way, they should just get rid of it. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week. Maybe I don't know. See you soon. Enjoy week eleven.